This episode is brought to you by Third Eye Cacao. We're so happy to have a brand new sponsor. We want you to support our sponsors because they make these shows possible. Third Eye Cacao is on a mission to preserve ceremonial grade cacao in the world and invite others on a journey from their head to their heart. Cacao is a fruit where chocolate comes from and is one of the most nutrient dense superfoods on the planet. It has been called the elixir of the gods for its ability to open up the heart. Studies have shown that the same endorphins that get released when you are falling in love for the first time, cacao has the power to induce also. It's like the best feeling in the world and cacao has that for you here at Third Eye Cacao. Overall, cacao has the powerful ability to begin any day with intention and ceremony. Use promo code TIMEWHEEL, that's T-I-M-E-W-H-E-E-L, at checkout and save 11% at thirdeyecacao.com. This episode is also brought to you by Sheath, the underwear of legends. It is the underwear with the dual pouch system. One pouch for one part of the male anatomy, another for the other part of the male anatomy. Not only is the underwear the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear, but it also has the most stylish designs and patterns. The fabrics actually have a cooling effect when you put them on for the very first time. Your body will thank you because it's one of the hottest parts of your body. So cooling it down with these special fabrics that Sheath provides is a nice experience. The proof is in the pudding. We have a 100% money back guarantee on the very first pair. If you don't like it, we'll send you your money back. Go to sheathunderwear.com, use promo code RPG and save 20%. We appreciate your support. Back to the show. Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheath. A Time Wheel production. Here we go. So it is. We're live at another episode of the Robert Patton Global Podcast. I am here with a very special guest, um, Shahan Shahan Shaheen Shahan. Good enough, my man. <laughs> no, Shaheen Shine Shahan. We have a Cheyenne Mountain here in Colorado Springs, so it's but it, there's it's a little bit different than the spelling of your last name. Yeah, Shaheen Shahan. Shaheen Shahan. Yep. Yeah, Shan, it's like, okay, Shaheen Shan. That's how you, okay. So we're here with Shah, Shaheen Shan. You are like a, a very accomplished entrepreneur. And I'd like to kind of get, learn as much as I can from your experience. And maybe we can have our, our listeners and followers get a lot out of this and maybe, you know, come to you for some of your services. I, I, you're an Amazon seller at this point obviously yeah yeah because we sell on amazon and we do we do like sixty thousand a month on amazon but you're talking like 350 million which is all right right something like that yeah we've done millions and millions of dollars uh on the amazon platform and you know i've got clients that do in the billions and i've got students that are just starting off selling on the amazon platform so I run a course where we teach people how to make money on Amazon. We are an Amazon seller as well ourselves. So if you guys want to check us out, it's fbasellercourse.com. But I I learned a little while ago that if you want to have freedom in life in general, thinking you can't do is sell your hours. So right. how do you get out of doing that is by creating these recurring revenue businesses. So what are some recurring revenue businesses? Well, real estate's a great one. Mm-hmm. Tough time to get into real estate right now. Markets at an all-time high. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. What are some other ways? Well, the best way that we found is selling on this little pr- platform that this little guy, Jeff Bezos, created yeah. at Amazon, 
where it's really become the great equalizer where anybody can now start an Amazon business and run it basically while they're on vacation. I could see that. It's like, but I, we, we have to monitor it. Amazon's a little finicky. It like seems to change the settings like randomly where we have to re go upload the SKUs or ASINs and the, the parent gets disconnected from the children and it so like for us it seems it's like kind of like a constant effort not constant because you can go and, and let it ride for a little while but you got to kind of keep an eye on things yeah i didn't say it's not work i no, just no. said you got to get out of selling your hours Exactly. We encourage our students to have virtual assistants, VAs from all over the world, people who love to sell their hours for money where the U.S. dollar goes a much longer way. And they utilize the time of those people uh, as opposed to their own. And and look, Amazon's got its problems. Every business has its problem. The guy in the car wash today, I go to this car wash. I've got this membership, right, where you can go every day and get a car wash. It's It's spectacular. I do most transact most of my business while driving through the car wash. It's a great experience. But you go in and the guy's machine is broken. And he's got all these young dudes running around trying to like wash all the cars by hand because his machines are broken. And I think my problems are not as severe as that guy's problems. Right? And then I go to the red to the to my friend's restaurant. My friend's got one of the best Thai restaurants in all of Los Angeles. And he can't find anybody to wash the dishes. So his chef, who's producing these incredible dishes, is there with the rest of the staff washing the dishes. So any business that you get into is going to have problems, is going to have issues. And that's really what the work of being an entrepreneur is. That's what sets an entrepreneur aside from a wantrepreneur. That's the difference. Entrepreneurs come in and they go, oh man, making the money is the business. No, the business is solving the problems. Yes. Yeah. I was working for a tailor when I first got into the sheath underwear business. I I went to learn to sew from an elite tailor. He was from uh, Vietnam and he lived at that store and he like, he literally lived there for, and he, so he, from 7 a.m. to like 10 p.m. he was working and then he'd sleep there. And I always thought like, man, that type of service requires you to be there constantly. And that's not the ideal scenario for someone who wants to, well, selling a product is way better than selling a service from what I can tell at this point. Yeah, I mean, look, it depends, right? One thing we know about immigrants is that they are some hard working mofos. And I know this because I'm an immigrant myself. We came to this country in the late 1970s where people weren't so keen on people from my country, Iran. I didn't speak Uh a word of English. And my folks had to do whatever they had to do to survive. My dad worked at pizza shops. He worked at a dry cleaners for nearly 30 years just to keep clothes on our back. And I remember when I made my first 100 million bucks, just thinking back going, man, you know, there, there, there is a way to work smart. But the fact is, you have to be willing to work hard. And I still have that mentality. Like, uh, I, I'm here at one of the homes I've built in Venice Beach, and uh, one of the walls has to get painted. Well, my painter's not here. What am I going to do? Rolled up my sleeves. I got out there, and I painted a wall. I'm not the best fucking painter in the world. Probably not even very good at it, but I can watch the fuck out of a YouTube video and go out there and do it. And I did it. And people are looking at me going, oh my God, you, you're you know, worth all these millions of dollars. You own this house. I'm like, yeah, you fucking got that right. I own this fucking house. And that's why I'm going to paint that fucking wall because we get shit done. That's what we do. Right. Yeah. I found like I was in the army and you got to be able to, you got to get your hands dirty. You got to get in there with your team and work alongside them sometimes to earn the respect and, and, they're willing, they'll be more willing to go to bat for you when they see that you're not too good to, you know, do the job yourself. I I find that that is very inspiring to them personally, I think, because we haven't had one, like one employee ever quit in in almost 10 years now, because we have a good company culture. And it sounds like you know how to lead as well. 
Yeah, I actually use a hack that I learned from uh, a guy who I admire, uh, Adeo Resi, who used to work with uh, Elon Musk. They used to be roommates, actually, back in the day. And he started a group called Founders Institute, which I'm a mentor in, uh, which is one of the big tech incubators in Silicon Valley. I've been a member since the early, early days. And he gets people in, and then he holds up a stack of cash, and he goes, anybody wants to quit right now, I'll give you 100 bucks. I think he was doing it originally. It was 500 bucks. He's like, I'll give you 500 bucks cash if you quit right now. And so I've started doing that with employees. Please, if you're an employee of mine, don't watch this because I don't want people <sighs> just coming on. But once we hire people, day one, I get them on a call just like this one. And I say, buddy, I'll, I'll pay you for all the time that you, all your hours. I'll give you a hundred bucks cash right now. And you can just quit. How do you feel about that? And people rarely take me up on that. Because A, it builds value. They're like, shit, if he's willing to pay me a hundred bucks to quit, I'm going to stay. Yeah. B, hopefully we've hired people who want the job and need the job. But if they take that hundred bucks, that is the best hundred bucks I've ever spent, which means all they care about is a hundred bucks and they don't care about the work. It's the best hundred bucks I ever spent. It's so expensive to train employees. It's so expensive. Virtual assistants, employees, anybody like that. It's hard. It's expensive. It's not an easy task by any measure. So I love just making that offer to them. And it's a hack you can use in your business because it's so much more expensive to fix the actions of somebody who doesn't want to be there. Now, if you want to be there and you don't have competence, we can train you in the competence part. If you have all the other uh, capabilities, but if you don't want to be there, dude, there's nothing I can do for you. Please take my money and leave. Yeah, that shows the mentality. I like that. That's a nice little trick to see what they're all about, what what's their main motive. And it's if it's money, I mean, we all want money. We all need money. But there's more to a job than the paycheck, you know. Yeah. Dude, you got some underwear behind you? What is that? Uh, it's our <laughs> underwear. Yeah. This is, I mean, I'm the owner of sheathunderwear.com. And okay. we are, uh, you know, a multinational selling brand we've sponsored the ufc champion of the world and a lot of people that go on on joe rogan um we end up he's like the new johnny carson everyone knows right okay. and so anyone that go well that goes on there is like a made man i call them and if they entertain me if i really like their comedy or, or what they're about we'll reach out to them and try to sponsor them and get them to represent sheath and it's been a winning relatively winning strategy for the last five or so years. I know you're into getting into podcasts and, and I love the name of your uh, Instagram, the hack and grow rich. I'm a huge fan of think and grow rich. Like it's my Bible. I'm assuming it has something to do with that. Yeah. So um, we've got a podcast called hack and grow rich where we share unconventional hacks to making money. Anybody that's, that's watching this, I know we're live. Are we live on your YouTube or, or live on um, Facebook? Oh, it's, it's going to come out on Monday, actually. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, that's just live for us. Okay, because I know StreamYard lets you go live also to those channels. It does. Um, yes. But yeah, so so our podcast, Hack and Grow Rich, for anybody who wants to check us out on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are found. We were getting close to 100,000. Now we're back down to 65,000 because of YouTube's algorithm, but we're going to get back up there. We've got over a million downloads. Nice. Um, so, so check us out. We talk about unconventional hacks, uh, to getting rich. But yes. with that said, I've got that. I've got my book billion that just came out, uh, how I became king of the thrill pill cult. Yeah. Which tells the herbal ecstasy story, how I created a billion bucks while I was in my teens. That's um, crazy. My Amazon course for anyone who's interested, we'll give it to them for free. If you just mentioned RPG, I'm going to give away my email. It's going to be crazy. You guys can just email me directly is darkzess at gmail.com, D-A-R-K-Z-E-S-S at gmail.com. Email me and I will share with you uh, my one-hour Amazon crash course, A to Z, everything you need to know about selling on Amazon for free. So there's no obligation. I just want you guys to succeed. If I can help people succeed, I've made my money. Um, wow. that's, that's successful. And then I've got a company called Podcast Cola where yeah, I saw that. book people on awesome shows like this. And in fact, we should get Sheath started being booked on other people's podcasts because I'm, I'm looking at it now. Dude, there is a real shortage of good underwear for men that breathes. It's a oh, problem. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're we've been we've doubled annually ever since our inception. Except for this year is a little tricky because of the I feel like we're in a recession, but the year's not over. We gotta we're really heavily investing in our inventory to make sure that we are ready for any kind of viral moment, like maybe this podcast goes viral or something. Yeah. But we're like every year we've always run out of inventory. So this year we're like, we're not going to run out of inventory this year. We're going to get ahead of it. And we, and we really have been aggressive in that front. And now we got a little recession going on. So now we're kind of sitting on a little bit of product, but that's okay. Cause I feel like everything will balance out at some point. Yeah. You know? I'd wear these. I'm going to order some, these look amazing. And Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean like there, there's, there's a shortage of quality stuff. And I train too. So I train, I train jits. I train Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Nice. I do uh, mixed martial arts as well. So this is, this is, it's a dream if they're, you know, I noticed you got some stuff that's bamboo. This is like super high quality, high end stuff. So I'm very impressed with this line here. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're on Amazon, I'm, but I'm going to have my, my Amazon manager email you so that he could get that free course and then see where that goes. Because it's such an untapped market for like, it's, it's like 10% of our total revenue or, you know, it varies, but it's growing and we're yeah. getting, we get a lot of our competitors buying our keyword. And then when people go to search for us, they find our competitor. And if they're not totally familiar with who you are, they might buy, you know, the wrong thing. And be a, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I'm very curious to hear more about your, uh, you know, how you've hacked Amazon because it's a, it's not that it's not easy. No, look, I I started off in the supplement business, so I started this supplement mm-hmm. company. The product was called Herbal Ecstasy. You guys can check out my book; it's on Amazon. There's a. Uh, a uh, major motion picture that's being made on it right now by a company out of New York called Believe, who've uh, got the got the rights to my life story right now. So they're going to be making a film. I just saw the uh, the trailer for it, so it's badass. Um, wow, but wow, it's cool. it'll, it'll yeah, it'll probably take about a year for that to come out. But in the interim, um, in the interim, the book is out, and the book's pretty awesome. Uh, again, Billion: How I Became King of the Thropo Cult, where I talk about that story. And how, you, how you became king of the what? The Thrill Pill Cult. Yeah, because yeah, the Herbal Ecstasy, that's a really good name for a pill. Yeah. I, what, what, what was it? Or what so is it? It, was, it was a combination of herbs that replicated the effects of ecstasy back in the 1990s. Uh, so back in the 1990s, ecstasy that. was like the big thing. Everybody was oh, taking yeah. ecstasy. Yeah, yeah, and so I came up with this pill. I was a teenager. I had no money. I was sleeping on the beach. And before I knew it, we had made a billion dollars in revenue. It was one of the biggest supplement companies, the fastest growing, I should say, of, of all time, um, especially in the 1990s. So the story is incredible. But from there, I had an exit. I went on to creating all the technology for vapes. So all the vapes that you see now uh, were born out of technology that I built. Yeah. So that was all technology wow. that I patented and built. I had the first vape company that went public was, was my company. I sold it before it went public, but um, I did that. So all the, all the core technology for that came from us. And then I had my kid and I thought, man, you know, I got to stay on top of my stuff. I'm, I'm quickly approaching 50. I'm in my 40s. And I got to improve my mental acuity if I want to be on top of my game. And so I came up with this pill in conjunction with one of the big pharma companies. And it was a nootropic, a brain supplement, one of the first really, really powerful ones called Accelerol or Focus Plus. Okay. And I was trying to figure out how to sell it. And back, this back in the day where you could get a hold of Jeff Bezos, uh, uh, you know, he wasn't the richest guy in the world. And I thought, oh, well, this is cool. We got, we got through the grapevine that Jeff was opening up the platform of third-party sellers, whereas before it was locked off unless you're selling books. Now you could sell anything on there. Well, let me put this stuff on there. It was expensive. It was about 130 bucks, so a month. So I put it up on there. It's much cheaper now if anyone gets it on Amazon. But um, I put it up, and I woke up to hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of orders. Whoa. And, 
I thought to myself, man, there's got to be something to this Bezos guy. Let me look into him a little bit more. And the more I learned about him, the more impressed I was that this was not some like little Silicon Valley nerd. This was a financial genius. And he was soon going to become the richest guy in the world. I said that many times uh, publicly. And I put all my eggs in the Amazon basket. We've been riding the Amazon wave. I, I became one of the leading experts on Amazon. And then I started this course fbasellercourse.com for anybody that's interested, where we teach people how to start Amazon companies from ground up, which has been super exciting to see my students succeed. And I've got students that make 50 grand, 100 grand a month. I've got clients that make hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, millions of dollars a year. So it's, it's all across the board. And, you know, there's really no better opportunity for people who are looking for an additional stream of revenue uh, than Amazon, in my opinion, at least. Um, so a couple things. I had this with this, a friend of mine. He paid this guy $35,000 to buy this like program where he would be buying like drop shipping stuff from Amazon. Like, so, you know, yeah. You, it's a scam. Yeah, he, scam. he got scammed out of it. And, and I felt, scam. I was like, this does not sound right. Like, you can't just nope. pay someone. And why, if they could make all that money, why are they selling it to you? Yeah. Like, that was a strange. Like, so, guys, for, for you guys listening to us now, there's two kinds of Amazon uh, courses that you could take. There are legit Amazon courses like mine, FBA seller course where we teach people how to build a brand, how to build a business and get rich slowly over time. Mm -hmm. The second type is a 20 something year old with a jacuzzi, some bikini babes and a Ferrari or whatever in the background. And he's like, I'm going to make you rich knowledge, money. And this guy's been doing Amazon for 15 minutes. I've been doing this stuff for 12 years. And what they do, because they don't understand branding, they don't understand brand loyalty like you've done with your products. They don't believe in product excellence. What they'll tell you is, hey, man, all you got to do is find this thing and then you could sell it on Amazon and you'll make money. And in fact, you don't need to hold any inventory because they'll hold the inventory for you and right. you can just, they'll ship it for you. The problem is there's 50 other bozos out there with the same idea. And the guy who's doing that course isn't interested in you making money in the long run. He just wants your money for the course. Yeah. So I recommend to people when you hear the words drop shipping, run. Yeah. And Google the people you're looking at. I tell people this all the time, dude. Success leaves clues. Success leaves clues. I think Jim Rohn was the one who popularized that, or it was Tony Robbins, one of those guys. And it's really true. Google people, right? You can Google me. You can see the hundreds of millions of dollars that I made. It's online. It's on big news, right? Newsweek, uh, London Observer. Uh, I had two Newsweek covers, People Magazine, uh, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can easily see that. Um, but when you Google people and all you see is their Insta, you see the guy's been around for 15 minutes. You see that he's selling something like drop shipping. Don't don't spend your money on him. And 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 truthfully, there's nothing you need to be spending thirty thousand dollars for. There's great information online for free. And, and again, reach out to me, uh, darkzess at gmail.com. D a r k z e s s at gmail.com. Our course, it's two hundred bucks. I'll give it to everybody watching this for free, so we can put back a little karma into the world for your buddy who got ripped off by those dubious. Uh, I mean, but you got to know, I, I was like, dude, are you serious right now? But I didn't want to say anything because he's my friend and I don't be like, are you stupid? But like, and you, you know, getting rich sometimes involves risk taking and you try, but that, that just seems, if it sounds too good to be true, there's a good chance it might very well be. If you, you know, you got to do work, you got to put in some effort. And if somebody's saying they're going to do it for you, it's like, I don't, I, I don't know. You got to use mm. like the smell test. <laughs> yeah. There, now, there are companies that will build a brand and put it out there for you. And that's something that has merit and it's worth, worth looking at. And, you know, I don't blame people for doing that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but just anything having to do with drop shipping, I, I, I'm really sorry to say, is, is, is almost always a scam when you see those Amazon. 
I mean, and then, so you've been working with Amazon for 12 years. The margins are, you, I feel like you get like, you, if you made 10,000, let's say you get a payout of like seven, if you're lucky, mm. maybe six or five, depending on, mm. so, you know, so have you figured out how to advertise with that, that low a cost a cost of acquisition and just curious, you know, because that's part of it, right? Yeah. So, you know, we teach our students how to do that. And there, there's a couple answers to that. One is that there's really great software and companies. So once you scale and you get up to a point like you're at, um, there's great companies and we can refer some to you as well that do specifically that. We're more of the mind of hiring uh, people that are dedicated to doing that type of work and putting them in the unique position of managing our accounts. So we've got very specific people, usually in Eastern Europe, that specialize in managing that ACoS and know all the tips and tricks and hacks. Like, you know, there's a certain time where people are just browsing and a certain time where people are buying. So when any of that stuff happens, we've got somebody that, that knows how to do it and they know how to manage that. I make it a point not to be a micromanager. I find the best people at what they do. I pay them fairly for their work and I have them produce results. And that's what, that's what I recommend my students do as well. So how are you using like podcasts or how, how, how you're, it seems like you're an, a podcast expert now and you yeah are able to increase revenue through the podcasting. What do you, what, what do you oh, say totally. about that? Yeah. So check us out at uh, podcastcola.com. I think you'll like that. Podcast Cola is our uh, podcast agency. So when I launched my book, Billion, uh, I, my publicist and my agent and everybody who's working for me was like, look, you got to go the traditional way. You got to get a publicist. You got to do TV. You got to do like all that stuff. And I was like, you know what? Somebody will watch that and they'll forget it tomorrow if they're home. Who the fuck watches TV anymore? I don't. I don't. I don't even have TV. Yeah. Right. No. So I thought, what do I listen to most? Podcasts. Right? Joe Me Rogan. Too. It's on. I feel like I know Joe Rogan. I feel like Joe Rogan's my buddy. I don't yes. know this guy. I know nothing about him, but I feel like I know him. Why? Because I've spent hours, hundreds of hours, hundreds of hours. Yeah. Right? Listening, listening to this dude. So. With podcasts, you get to sell the most powerful way possible through the power of story. People get to know you through this long, long form story. You get to position yourself as an authority. So I did some research. I hired some really amazing data scientists and publicists, and I sat them down and I said, hey, get me on 200 podcasts. They figured it out. We broke the code. And so we started hiring these, these girls, these publicists from all over the world. And we're growing, we're hiring all the time, publicists. And they started booking us on these shows. And now people came to me and they're like, hey man, I got a book. I got a, a, a CPG company. I've, I'm a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. Can you get me on podcasts? And we say, yeah. And we plug them in and we just cook. Like uh, one of our clients is, a, is an author, Fred Joyle. He's a guy who came up with 1-800-DENTIST, created a billion dollars in revenue. He's got a book called Bold. And we got him 75 podcast interviews, high quality podcast interviews last month. One month alone, dude. Wow. 75. So I've been trying to get my team to get me on podcasts because I like... I, I love doing being the interviewer, but I, I, I enjoy being a guest more because then it's about me. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? How much money do you spend building your audience, cutting your videos, producing content, doing all this, right? It's expensive. Mm -hmm. And the impact that you have comes over a very long course. Of yeah. What's the alternative? Use somebody else's platform. Yeah. Use borrow somebody else's audience to yes. do, do what you want to do. So Absolutely. reach out to me after this. Let's put yeah. the time, dude. Let's, I will crush it for you with podcast cola because we'll get you on all the shows. And okay. for you, the ROI will be so easy with your company. Cause if you, I mean, if you're pitching sheath, that's a no brainer. No. And I have a story. I have a story too. Cause I was, I mean, and I, and I want to get to your story because that's too fascinating. Yeah. The 15, 16 year old kids creating a billion dollar company. But yeah. I'm like, I, I came up with sheath in Iraq on my second tour. So like, Shit. and there's a lot, there's a lot of, 
I had had a previous invention that I had given up on because it yeah. was too hard. And, and uh, so I knew when I came up with the idea for sheath, because how often you get like billion dollar ideas, you get a couple, you get a few maybe in your whole life. Yeah. And, and I had the, I came up with these keys, like basically decorative keys, jewelry keys when I was in 20, but I couldn't, I gave up because I couldn't figure out how to manifest it. And then a few years later I see them in stores and I felt like I had gotten kicked in the gut. So when I came up with the idea for sheath, I was just like, I'm not quitting on this. I'm going to figure it out. Cause once you quit, it's over obviously. Yeah. But how did you have that mentality at such a young age and like get it done and yeah. follow well, first, through? First and foremost, thank you for your service, man. Yeah. I, oh. I knew you were a badass just from, from looking at you. So that's amazing. Um, thank you. I came from the third world. Yeah. I, I dropped out. I dropped out of grade school. Nice. I had nothing. Everything that I've had in my life, I've had to build, and I've had to create by myself. You know, I came to school. I had a major in getting my ass kicked every <laughs> single day. I'd walk in, and there'd be some kid waiting there to hand hand it to me. You know, and where I were you scrappy. in Cali? I, I was in L.A. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was okay. In, I was in L.A., but it was a different time. There was a lot yeah. of uh, there was a lot of racism. Yeah, people didn't want us here. And I was like, look, man, you know, our 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 country's our country's fucked at the moment. So we came here as refugees. It's America, you right? Land of the great, home of the free, all that stuff. And they were like, No, not not here. Not for you, and, buddy. And, and I would no, yeah, not for you, buddy. And I would get the shit kicked out of me every day. Oh, no. But you know what? I learned how to fight and I oh, learned yeah. how to stand up and I learned how to get up. And and every day I would come, they would knock me down. I'd get up. I'd get up and I'd fight back. Until one day they couldn't knock me down anymore. And, and yeah, and I learned, right. And I learned and I carry that with me even to this day. You know, I, I, I know where I came from. I know how hard I worked to get to where I am. I know that I did it without stealing from anybody. I did it without hurting anybody. Uh, you know, I mean, of course, along the way, there's little mistakes that you make and, you know, people invariably might feel, treated unfairly. But in general, you know, I, I feel like I've done it in a way where I can be proud of my achievements and my accomplishments for my children, you know? And, 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 and it, it, I think it's, it's no small feat. Uh, and when I look back at, at my life and like all the things that have happened, I'm like, you know what? Like I had it pretty good. I had it pretty good. Somebody else looking back goes, man, you like left home. You had no money. You had nothing to eat. And, and you had such a rough run. I'm like, yeah, but that's what makes me who I am. And I'm sure the same for you. I'm sure you've seen some shit. I'm sure you've had some fucking insane experiences being deployed twice and, you know, being in war. That's, that's no fucking joke, man. You know, but no. it's made you who you are now. You built a fucking company. You built this like this amazing company and now you're 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 doing something and and you wear that that's who you are that built built your personality wouldn't you agree Oh yeah and but there's something about us like you and I it seems in a way like you kind of want to teach it you want to give back you want to give that good karma you know because it that helps you grow you can keep growing and rather than being the Scrooge McDuck guy who just wants to, you know, make all the money and hide away or, or hoard it. You know, I, I spend all, like a lot of the money we make goes right back into the company. And is that right? Grows. Oh yeah. So I, I put it to you this way. That's a really good question. So the answer to this is first and foremost, I'm interested in improving the quality of life for my family and myself. Okay. First and foremost, why? Because if you are down, you don't inspire the people around you. So you have to focus on yourself. Family first. You got to focus on your family. You got to focus on yourself. You got to get your life in order. I tell people all the time. Because when your life's in order, when you relax, when you don't have to worry about money, when, when you don't have to worry about selling your hours, you go out there and there's a certain attractiveness to you as a human. And people are attracted to, the, to your vibe, to your energy. They're like, oh my God, look at this dude. Right? He's living the life I want to live, and you lead by example. And if you're able to, mm -hmm. to do that, to lead by example, you don't have to help anybody. There'll be a line of people coming to you being like, hey, dude, help me this way or that way, 
and you can pick oh, and yeah. choose what you want to do. Right. So I tell people this all the time. I don't go out there randomly helping people at all. In fact, if you want to get on my roster and you want me to coach you, to mentor you, I'll do it. But you got to make it very convincing for me. A, a while ago, you know, I used to mentor and coach a lot of younger people uh, because I wanted to learn how to motivate and inspire people to become successful. And mm -hmm. again, it comes back to what we were talking about earlier is that you can't help somebody who doesn't want to make the change. Right. And I am now only coaching people, only mentoring people, only accepting people into my Amazon course that are like, dude, I'm fucking ready to do whatever it takes. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to fail until I succeed. Yes. Fail to success. Fail your way to success. Because you keep trying and you keep, you'll figure it out along the way. Yeah. And I, I love that. That's a Michael Jordan quote. I failed and I failed and I failed. And that is why I succeed. Love He's that. an inspiring motherfucker, man. He really yeah. was. Well, there's a lot of similarities from all of the successful people. And then what sets them apart from the rest of the herd is you tell me. So it's, it's, it's a little bit of a loaded question, but I'll answer, I'll answer it to you this way. So there's successful people that are complete assholes. We all know that. We all know successful people. So success doesn't, doesn't check to see if you're a nice guy. Right? <laughs> success doesn't check to see if you're a good person. There's a lot yeah. of assholes, a lot of not good people that are very successful. So what is success? Well, there's a professor that I follow. He wrote a book called The Success Formula. I strongly recommend it. And in his book, he went and he researched all the people that are successful and, and finding commonalities using advanced algorithms, science, and all this. And he found that people that are successful have two traits. One is performance. You Michael, Michael Jordan, you damn well better know how to play basketball. But the second might surprise you. It's network. Ah, it's having yeah. access to a network. So if you and me decide, and you and me have a little podcast and we're okay in the world, but we're not, we're not huge. We're not hugely famous. Not quite to introduce, yeah, yeah, to introduce a cryptocurrency, it might do well, might not do well, but you know, chances are it'll do average. Okay. If Elon Musk came out tomorrow and said he's got Tesla coin, how do you think that would do? Through the roof, right. maybe. Why? Because of who he is, because yeah. of his network. Yes. Like he'd call up all the people in Silicon Valley, everybody would be jumping on it. That's an extreme example. So when you look at somebody like Basquiat, one of the great artists of uh, the pop art scene, he worked with Andy Warhol. He, his art, when art historians look at it, are like, you know what? His art's about average as far as the, the performance goes. It's not bad. It's actually kind of, it's cool to look at. I love his art. I think it's, it's, it's amazing, but. Was he the homeless guy or is that? Am I he was, he was, okay. yeah. He okay. was a, a African-American uh, yeah. guy who uh, is one of the most important artists of the last hundred years. Right. But what he did was he seeked out Andy Warhol. Now, what did Andy Warhol have? Network. A connection. Yeah. Network. Yeah. yeah. And Network. through that mushroomed. And now if you want to get a large size basket, you're looking 50, hundred million, maybe more. Nothing. That's no, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Too easy. Uh, well, okay. So that kind of coincides with my strategy and sometimes you get lucky or, you know, you just think something's going to work. And my idea was get MMA fighters to weigh in and sheath because they have to weigh in in their underwear yeah. to comedians break through this barrier of resistance for people who might not be open to a new idea. And I was and so with those two and then Joe Rogan, who is like the pinnacle of the network, if he, uh, he knows Elon and everybody, I'm surprised he doesn't have mm -hmm. Bezos on. That would be interesting actually. Yeah. But, um, the I network think Bezos doesn't care anymore. <laughs> I don't think Bezos yeah. is going on podcast. Do you talk to him? <laughs> No, no. I mean, I, I used to be able, before he stepped down, we used to be able to email him at least and get a hold of him, but I'm not like buds with him like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I have uh, had communication with him in the past, but those are the old I, days. I say that we're partners because we yeah. technically are 
business partners. Totally. He just he just takes a cut of everything. Yeah. 100%. But he created it. He, he created that platform and you are and you're still actively just really like excelling yourself on there. Yeah, every day. So we've got 300 active products now on Amazon across multiple different companies that we manage and run and operate. And everything does super well. Um, you know, we've been doing it long enough. Some of the companies we sell from time to time when the numbers are right and we get good offers and otherwise we, we stay there and we, we rock it, man. I make most of my money on Amazon um, wow. and I make it as a seller. So, uh, you know, the course, the uh, agency, all that other stuff that I do, I really do mostly to inspire people. So my goal is to inspire as many people as I can to create predictable recurring revenue streams yeah. uh, on, a, on a daily basis. Um, because look, I've done it. I've created the wealth. I've created the success. Most of my time now is spent. I travel with my family. We travel all over the world. Uh, and while we're traveling, we're making money. We make money through the Amazon platform. You know, what about I'll, when you're I'll, sleeping? I'm just kidding. While I'm sleeping too, man. I love sleeping. You know, one of my good buddies, uh, Dr. Michael Bruce, the sleep doctor, um, always talks about that. And in fact, I got to get some of your underwear to sleep with because regular, you should, no one should sleep in regular underwear. No, you'll see. The pouch is, you know, a lot of guys put a pillow between their legs because you got like the, all the skin and the sticking and whatever. Yeah, yeah. We have over 20,000 five-star reviews. We've sold like over a quarter million pairs people that love it love it and if they don't love it like they still like it. it's still really good but the people that love it they'll come back and buy like 30 pairs at a time and i'm really grateful do you do yeah. you in court like do you have that gratitude kind of mindset that's totally. part of everything yeah yeah i look i i love doing cool shit and I don't care what it is. I don't care if you're selling underwear, you're selling socks, you're selling supplements, whatever it is. I like doing cool shit. And I'm grateful every day that I can sell cool shit that improves yeah. people's lives. And I'm sure you feel the same way. You're not making just some bullshit. There's a million fucking pairs of underwear out there. Who gives a fuck? You're like, no, we're going to make the best fucking pair of underwear that's going to meet a very specific need. And it's not going to be cheap. If you're a cheap ass motherfucker, go buy Hanes or Fruit of the Loom or some shit like that. But if you care about your junk, then buy our stuff because it's it's the best that you can get. And oh, then God. you tell that you tell that story, you know, you tell that story and you crush it. And I love that. I mean, you know, look, it's 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 a function of you putting out into the world what makes you great, which is the ability to show excellence and to show up. Most people don't show up like your, your first idea. Maybe that would have been a good idea. Maybe it wouldn't be bad, but I'll tell you what, 99% of people ended even before where you ended up. They just never do it. People don't try. Why? Because they're afraid of failure. They're afraid of success. People go out to they're like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. Like if I start, I could fail. So I tell my students, I say, motherfuckers, get out there and fail. They're like, fail? Yes. Yeah. Have 10,000 bucks that you can burn. That you can go drive Uber. It's not hard to make money these days. I hate to say people are like, oh, it's easy for you. You've made hundreds of millions. You've got Ferraris, Porsches. You got all these properties. You know all the stuff. You're you're super rich. I'm like, no. Look, I work hard for every penny that I got. Believe me, I I don't buy new things unless I need them. But even with that said, if you want to succeed, you can earn ten grand. When you got ten grand, go out there and try to fail. I tell people this all the time. Because when you go out with that attitude where, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to try to fail. Okay, Now, we're going to do it intelligently so we don't fail. We're going to use proven systems, uh, educated systems to do it. But when you go out there with that attitude, it doesn't matter. If you burn the 10 grand, you've succeeded because you've learned, right? Exactly. If you lose, don't lose, don't lose, don't lose the lesson. And if people right. go out there with that mindset, with that frame of mind, like ready to go, is you're not going to fail. You're going to succeed. The guy that, that goes out there and kind of like dips his toes in the water and then like pulls out, oh yeah, I don't know. No, you got to go commit. You have to commit to whatever you do. You have to take ownership. And part of that is like, man, I'm not fucking scared. Let's go. Mm -hmm. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna show you something because this is because I quit on that first idea and it did become a huge idea. It was like in, in Home Depots and Walmarts and like it's it, if you buy a key with a football team on it or yeah. a flower. I had that idea like five years before it ever came out and I just didn't follow through. But this is what I did as a result. You see that? Nice. And I was just like, I want to do, do something that will commit me. Like you, you, you said that word commit, like, and I didn't, I, I was like, if I get a tattoo on my back, I can't <laughs> quit, you know? And cause if I did quit, with this tattoo on my back and I'm walking down the beach in a speech and someone's like, Hey, what's that tattoo? And I say, Oh, that's a dream I gave up, gave up on a while back, <laughs> you know? So I, and I see like a lot of, not a lot, but successful people like Wiz Khalifa or there's a few people that have like, they'll tattoo their name on their back. And I feel like it's just, I don't even know if the, I'm not saying you have to tattoo anything on your back, but it does form yeah. like a commitment in a way. You're you're a committed motherfucker. You take ownership of your yeah. shit. Yeah. You're like, I'm gonna do this. I don't give a fuck. It's tattooed on my back. I'm ready to go. I get you, man. I get you. And that's what that's what's lacking from honestly from most millennials. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, do you want to go to you want to go to lunch? Ooh, okay. Can I call you tomorrow? No, motherfucker. Tell me now. I, yeah. want, I, want, I want to know what you want to eat, where you want to go before I sit down. I know what I want to eat. Commit, commit, right. take ownership. People don't do that. And and you know it because you've been in the military. If you, if you're fully armed going into, into active fire, can you go in half committed? Can you go in and dip <laughs> your toes and step back? No. Cause we no. all know what happens when, when that happens. Right. And, and business is like that. Business is war. Right, business is war. There's 50 million on. There's some dude standing around selling underwear, waiting to take your spot. There's a dude right now. He's probably listening to this podcast, going, mm -hmm. "How can I take over that guy's share?" So you have to stay one step, two step, ten steps ahead. Always grinding. Guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. always like, you know, every day is yeah. All it's a constant. It's an obsession. You know, you that's have to, right be obsessed if you want to i don't know if that's true but i tell people that like if you want to be successful you can't you better be obsessed or good luck yeah you got the people out there are going to yeah. be like mike i mean just think of the michael jordan the greats that they dedicated their entire life to this one thing and like put blinders on and just you know you can't be half-assing you might be able to some people are lucky like you you know they have the right connection maybe they were born into it there's a lot of ways to be rich and, and but for those of us who build it ourselves it's it kind you know it just it comes from within yeah sure look if you're a pretty girl you might be able to marry rich right that happens and then you yeah. live your life and it's and it's great it happens every day right mm -hmm. but there's there's ways where you can get lucky luck does happen people you know they 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 there's a uh what, what is it you wake up with a golden goose or whatever that shit happens but i wouldn't fucking bank on it you know i'm not putting my family's future on luck right and who was it who said i think it was it was abraham lincoln it was one of those guys one of those old-timey guys he said I, I absolutely believe in luck the harder i work the more of it i have yeah or the more likely you're going to encounter a lucky situation because like we're preparing are, you know, with buying all this inventory aggressively that one of these mini podcast YouTuber fighters goes viral and we get lucky, quote unquote, you know, but we, I will have prepared myself to be put in that situation where luck can, you know, rain down on me, but you can, you, you don't get lucky if you don't buy it, you know, take action. You can, you're not just going to be sitting there and wake up with a golden egg. <laughs> Yeah, you got you look, you got to you got to place your bets and you got to have enough bets in enough places. You got to have long-term bets, short-term bets, medium-term bets. There's got to be all that stuff in line for you to uh to be able to succeed because you're not going to succeed uh unless you've got something on the cooker, right? There's go there's going to be no dinner if you're not cooking anything. So you got, you got to, you got to be cooking something. And so, you know what, sometimes it'll come out great. 
And sometimes it won't come out that great, but that's okay. Because mm-hmm. you learn to you do learn. it better next time. And yes. the process. Yes. Um, so what, 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 like, and do you have any tips that like free tips for people that are trying to sell on Amazon? Like right here. Yeah. Get my course. I mean, it's an hour yes. long of tips. So go, go hit, hit me up. Darkzess at gmail.com. D-A-R-K-Z-E-S-S at gmail.com. Uh, mention RPG in the subject heading, and I will send you the one hour course for free. And, and really, look, what, what it comes down to is getting out there and doing it. Like you said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one thing we know for sure, and I will guarantee you this 100%, if you don't try, you won't succeed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got to do something. So after you're done listening to this podcast, take one action, right? Because you're not listening to this for your own health. So, no. so get out there. And take one action that's going to lead you to something that's going to look like success for you. And it could be sending me an email, getting a part of the course. It could be doing some other project, reading a book, starting. Maybe you can start an Amazon account. You know, I could teach you how to do it for free. But if not, there's lots of ways to do that. But that's ultimately what you want to do. Did you go to, do, did, do you have a master's degree in business? No, I draw, I'm on a high school dropout, man. I, I don't okay, so you never a, went back. No, I don't even have a high school diploma. I love you're, that. You're learning. I, I, got, I got a master's from the School of Hard Knocks. I got mm-hmm. a master's from getting the shit kicked out of me every day. I got a master's from being in business and, and learning how to sell on the streets person to person, something I've done for years and years and years. And, and you got to learn to become a salesperson in life. You got to sell one of two things. It's a product or a service, or you go out there and you get a fucking job and you work for someone else, but mm-hmm. you either sell in a product or a service and either one of those things can be good, but you have to know how to sell. You have to become a salesperson and you got to do it through telling stories. Stories. Yeah. So at the beginning of Sheath, I didn't, I never told like the story because I wanted the product to speak for itself. But along the way, I was talking to other business owners, telling them, I would tell them the story. And they're like, dude, you need to tell that story. Like people like a story, right? Yeah. So I love this podcast, Cola. And you, so your mission with that is to help people be, get guest spots on other podcasts. Is that part of it? Yeah, or? that's it. Just okay. getting people booked on great shows because it's the cheapest form of advertising. It's cheaper than Amazon PPC. It's cheaper than LinkedIn ads and Facebook ads and anything else you can do. If you've got a product or a service, you should be doing other people's podcasts and borrowing other people's audience. And we can help you do that. So if you're interested in being great shows like this one, reach out to us at podcastcola.com, book a time, and let's get you booked on great shows. I'm going to, I'm going to take you up on that just cause I've been telling my team, like, get me, uh, get me on some other shows. Cause I, for whatever reason, I shine on if I'm a guest. Uh, some of my right. best podcasts have been, you know, as a guest and it really is a, it's a pleasure. So not only do you get to advertise and promote your product, but then you get to talk with someone new, interesting, probably successful. Like I'm talking to a multimillionaire here, which I wouldn't have the ability if I didn't, you know, have this kind of podcast going And I've been doing this for like four years and we've interviewed best selling authors. The best, we had the number one best selling author on Amazon, Michael Malice. Oh wow! He, yeah, he was he was on uh, that top. He he was on top of Obama and Oprah and everyone for like a day, and that was pretty cool. And he's a friend of our mine. Yeah. Oh, dope! That yeah, amazing. and then UFC fighters. I mean, champions like I mentioned, and just different podcasters, comedians. Have you heard of Mark Norman? No, he's so funny. You have to oh yeah yeah he, he was coming up under jerry seinfeld like he works but he's okay. with he's he was just with like chris rock and dave Chappelle and bill burr and all the big name comedians yeah. in la recently for a when when Chappelle got jumped on uh did you see that everyone saw that right yeah the guy from the crowd went so mark norman was there and he was talking about how how cool it was to be in like a fest, the festival of comedians of that stature 
and I've had to, and I got to talk to him. So like, I'm basically best friends with Chappelle through Mark Normand, the six degrees of separation. Oh, dope. I'm just joking. That was silly, but I think, I mean, having, so do you use other people like famous, like famous people to advertise any of your stuff? Did you have to do that with Herbal Ecstasy? So so we teach Robert Caldini's principles of influence and we teach it in accordance to digital marketing. So we teach how influence works when you're selling something online. And one of the the forms of influence, the great forms of influence is, is authority. The problem with celebrities is that some celebrities can sell something some of the time, but not all celebrities can sell everything all the time. So if you've got a celebrity, let's say somebody like a George Clooney or a Johnny Depp, right? Well, they might be able to sell Nespresso or what is it? Joe Clooney, I think, sells Nespresso, right? He might be a good good salesperson Nespresso, yeah. tequila, stuff like that. But when it comes to selling children's books, they might not be the best sellers. Or you look at somebody like the greatest salesperson of all time, Kim Kardashian and the Kardashians. They sell those things for chicks not to look fat. What, what is it? Right, the, Spanx kind of those stuff. Those things or yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. Perfect, right? They sell vitamins that make your butt look big or smaller, I don't know, whatever the desirable <laughs> mode of butts are these days cool i believe they could sell that right do you think they could sell a car you're pushing it right do you think they could they could sell uh uh education computer yeah exactly i think they could lay on a car and maybe sell the car but maybe not like an educational course so so and then you have to look at relative cost right because they're hugely successful selling beauty cosmetics and those kinds of things so you know you'd be paying a lot and that person might not work for you. So what might work better is a micro-influencer, somebody who's very yes. specific, right? Like, yeah. so in your case, getting an MMA guy who maybe isn't a uh, 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 McGregor or right. Khabib, but maybe somebody who's just up and coming. And and do, and being able to do that, get one of these guys, like get a style bender before he becomes style bender, boom, you know, you're, you're set. So, mm-hmm. so there, there's ways to do that as far as authority marketing goes. But again, I come back to podcast, man. When we do this show right now, this is going to live forever on the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody yeah. a year from now, from our recording date of this, could listen to this and go, wow, something those two dudes said really resonated with me. I'm going to reach out. And that's yeah. why. It's it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's, it's constantly uh, uh, producing results over a long course of time. And I really like that. Yeah, and we'll we clip this up. We take the little pieces of the best content. We put that out yeah. there. So you have little clips there. You got the full thing here with links to all, all of our websites and you know courses. So we'll put definitely and with I mean, we'll definitely put your email on there. Um, did so with with herbal ecstasy. I think you. I remember that time, and we might be like the same age. I was like I graduated in '96, but you didn't graduate. But how old are you? Um, 44. Okay. I'm 47. So I'm a little bit older than you. Similar. similar. You look great. You got, you you take care of yourself. Thanks buddy. You're rich. Cause I'm rich. (laughs) And I, even if I was poor, I I wish I wouldn't be. It's a terrible injustice to yourself to be poor in America. So don't be poor in America. Yeah. um, This is the land of opportunity. There's fucking no excuses, especially with an immigrant mentality. Like that's, the thing that you know, American-born Americans are missing is the they're 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 like coddled and they're soft. They don't have what it takes. I mean, maybe I was born here, but also my group. I remember like my great grandfather was an immigrant, and I remember seeing him in his ranch and he, you know the work he did and getting. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just innate. Some people are different. But it seems like a lot of people just don't have they, they they don't feel like they have to do it, and and immigrants come in and they're like ready and willing and happy to do it, like they're happy to work. Yeah, because we're not fucking entitled, man. Right. We, we we we're not entitled to shit. We're fucking come here. We're willing to work for you know whatever it takes. People think, oh, just because I you know I'm from this country, I'm entitled. Bullshit, man. Bullshit. Right. Nobody's entitled to anything. No, I don't care what skin color you are, what race, gender, you got to put, pay your dues. And 
you know, reap the rewards because it's there. It's the American dream is still uh, uh, possible. You know, rags to riches. That's you. and kicking, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so we're coming up on the hour, and I do appreciate you coming on here. I just want to touch, go back again one more time to the herbal ecstasy, and just the timing of that was on point because, like you said, everyone was clubbing and ecstasy, and they were buying your thing. How did you, like, in a few minutes, how did you do that? Yeah, well, short story. I uh, walked into a club, walked up to the biggest, baddest drug dealer, and I said, dude, you're selling my stuff. And it, there was a moment where I was like, you know what? This guy is probably going to fucking kill me. It's been nice knowing you guys. I'm fucking out. And then I realized my feet were literally glued to the ground, and I was staring this guy down until he agreed to sell my stuff. And he started selling my natural legal version of ecstasy wow. instead of his drugs. And we went from one guy to 10 guys to hundreds to thousands of, of dudes all over the world, drug dealers being legitimized selling herbal ecstasy. And once that happened, all bets were off. I love it. That's yeah. very, that was, that's very cool. I have a, a friend of mine. He owns a Kava bar. I don't know if you've ever heard of Kava. Sure. A, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So hypermethysticum, the narcotic plant of uh, the South Pacific the South Pacific herbal tea and it makes you calm and relaxed. They call it a herbal Xanax. And, but he's like a drug dealer. He's like my friend, <laughs> but he, you know, it's a, it's a gray line, but that that's, there's a lot of money and the residual, the repetitive recurring purchases of a consumable, you know, that's a thing people don't consider when you're creating a product if it's something people are only going to buy once in their lifetime, good luck, maybe. But consumables, un wearables, underwear, for instance, it's something people, at least you'll, you'll be able to come back to. Do you keep that in mind when you're selling stuff on Amazon or what kind of products do you pick for your, to, you know, on your repertoire? Products. Well, I mean, every product that we sell on Amazon is going to be something that's going to be renewable. Like one of our big okay. products is matcha tea. We make a brand called Matcha nice. DNA. Uh, if anybody wants to check that out on Amazon, it's the number oh, one yeah. selling matcha tea in the world right now. Oh, I love that. Um, and it's and it's great. And people you people use it all the time. It's one of our best selling products. But you know, we we make look. We we sell a lot of different products and sometimes it's okay if you got the right margins to have something where you're selling it once there's nothing wrong with absolutely that. no totally um, but are a yeah. lot of your products self-branded or are you like selling other people's stuff no only we only oh. sell our own stuff yeah okay, we only nice. sell our own stuff yeah ai only sells wow. our own stuff we've got other uh clients who sometimes hire us and we help them so you know, somebody like Sheath could come to us and be like, hey, we, we need help. We want to be ranked number mm -hmm. one underwear brand on Amazon. And then we charge some ungodly amount of money and we do, <laughs> do the work and, you know, we get them ranked and, you know, all that stuff. But in general, do you have, a, look, mm -hmm. do you have a page where all your products are on Amazon? No, heck no. You don't want okay, everybody don't know. knowing where all your stuff is. I don't know. Well, because <laughs> we, I didn't even know, I didn't even know companies had pages until my dude yeah. said, Go to you know we have a sheath underwear page on Amazon. Yeah. So, just curious. You but you just you go product solos. They're all individually compartmentalized. Yeah, you can you know like Matcha DNA has a page on Amazon. If you want to okay. look at Matcha DNA, Accelerol has a page. So the different companies they each have their own. You know they 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 have their own page and their own stuff going on. So you can you can check them out on Accelerol. Yeah, Accelerol. I think we're sold out now, but there might they might be releasing some uh, some more this week, so you can check that out. Uh, e X C L E R O L. Yeah, um, spell it right. Yeah, spell, spell it just like it sounds. Now, <clears throat> I never, I never, we're leaving here. Two, two more, one more second. I, I have this this sticker of this company on it. Have you ever heard of yeah, on it? Uh, Joe Rogan and uh, Aubrey Marcus's company. There you yeah, go. great company. Yeah. Do you sell? A, it sounded like you sold a nootropic similar yeah. to the. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, Alpha I actually Brain. think we we may have been on the market before Alpha Brain. Um, Accelerol, I think, certainly uh, was or around the same time, and okay. part of the same industry that Perfect. you know we're in. And you know, I've never tried their product, but I heard great things about it. So, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and look, I have no problem with competition in the marketplace. And even more so, I think competition helps us and it helps us thrive. And so I am always all for like, let's, let's all get together and see how we can be better together. I feel like with, with, with underwear, there's only like, I don't give anybody, there's probably like 500 different underwear companies that might sound like a lot, but within a world of billions, it's a small, uh, pool of people and so and i so and people that have our same pouch kind of technology are it's even a smaller pool it's like 10 but having these other competitors with us it validates our proof of concept for the product itself the pouch underwear and the separation aspect so i kind of like it because people like oh i tried Saks, which is one of our competitors and i'm like oh that's great you know because what are they called Sacks, S A X X, like balls. You want to wear something called sacks? Come on. No, man. it's not cool. It's not as cool as shoes. <laughs> We're really happy with our branding, and Dope. that's a whole other angle we could probably go on for a. a, a sure. A well, let's hour. do it again. Let's, let's yeah. do it again. I, I'd love for us to get on and chat some more. And then, you know, dude, let's get you, you know, check out Podcast Cola, book a time with me. Go on Podcast Cola com and book a time with me and let's let's start fucking getting you doing like 100%. amazing shows talking about sheath i think i've got a really cool angle that we could pitch that at and it'll be the it'll be the cheapest marketing the mo- the highest roi you will ever see i love it i'm 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 a podcast cola.com i'm there i'm gonna set up a time thank you so much it was a pleasure to be able to speak with you um everyone you know, click the link and you can find out more about our man Shaheen right here and uh, everything he's done. It's amazing story. Thank you again for your time. I hope you have a great weekend. And this will come out on uh, the 23rd of, of this month, May 23rd. So you can, ex- we'll send you a link. Wow. I'm excited. And then uh, when we talk, let's talk about uh, getting your stuff in some studios too, because you should be in all the jujitsu studios and all their little, uh, you know, where they have a little merch bar. Oh yeah, is where, where you should be. So let's let's talk about that. I love it. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you. Cool, man. All right. Talk to you soon. Have a good have a good weekend. Bye everyone. Bye, bye. All right, and we are. It's just me now, baby. We just talked to Shaheen Cheyenne. I'm fucking up his name. But that's okay. Super cool dude. Very informative. Inspirational. I got all this. Look at this. This stuff. He's been on Newsweek and The Guardian, The Observer. He's an author, podcast speaker. He's killing it. Um, so check him out. We're very. That was really cool. I learned a lot. Hope you guys did as well. And I will see you on the next uh, episode. Peace.